time. Welcome back to Down for the Count. We are going to give you guys a bonus episode right before the draft. We're going to be talking about who should hold new Goldie that Triple H debuted this past Monday. And as Don likes to call him, Big Gold. Big Gold 2.0. Big <laughs> We're going to do a top five for the top five people we think should be drafted from each brand. And we're going to do the top three groups that we think should be drafted. And we're going to tell you where we think they should go. Okay, so this is a big old top five episode that I'm probably going to have to split into two. But more work for me. Yay. So let's do the draft first because the draft um, is happening tomorrow. More than likely, the tournament set up for um, the new goal won't happen until after Mania Backlash. Okay. So we'll get into Big Goldie in a minute. But right now, we got a draft to talk about tomorrow. Now, from what I hear, they got a few oldie but goldies coming back. Um, Teddy Long's supposed to be there tomorrow. Um, there's a few other people that's supposed to show up, but they're going to do the draft. We're going to have some funny moments or whatever. But also, it's Friday Night Smackdown, and the Usos are supposed to be challenging for the tag team championships um, against Kevin and Sammy. Now, I imagine Roman is slated to be at Friday Night Smackdown. So, and they didn't dedicated this match to this man. And the last time somebody <laughs> dedicated the match to him, they lost. And that was Sammy who did that. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like pretty sure that they're, they're going to lose. But I mean, I've been wrong before, but we shall see what happens oh, on shit. Monday on Friday Night Smackdown. But as far as the draft, it starts at eight o'clock, we're going to see how they're going to do it. I missed when they used to do the draft, when they would have it like, um, how did they used to do it? They used to put their pictures up on the screen and then oh, it would the, just go uh, through the, the show kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I miss yeah. I missed when they used to do that. that and it would just stop on whoever it was that was getting drafted. I like that. That was fun. Because it was a surprise element, like what they did for the Dudleys. Mm-hmm. And split their ass. They was like, what? <laughs> you fucking me. Yeah, I was upset. You gotta be choking me. I like that one better. <laughs> I like that way better um, than doing it like a legitimate sports draft. I mean, it's, it's cool boring. or whatever. Like, it's cute, but it don't give you no surprise element. And I liked when right. they had everybody sitting backstage waiting to see who was going to be drafted. Like, it was a whole to-do. It was a whole thing. And I used to love that. Uh, but yeah, they deprived us of the fun aspect of it. So you never know. I'm gonna be with the shit. I mean, yeah, I hope. But I'm so. not gonna put all my stock into it. No, because his old ass. <laughs> he be trying to keep up with the times and shit. Jesus, like I mean, at least he tried. He be like, trying. I, at least he, he tries. So okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit on the dude. This is my sister's shit. But let's start with NXT. Now, we know some guys, some people may not be moving up and some people may be moving up from looking at the dirt sheets and some of the things that I found today. Not everybody that we've seen do main event is going to go up to the main roster. That's not always the case. 
main event is usually a measuring stick for the superstars. They will decide, you know, who can work the main shows, if they can do these types of matches on the show, how well they do, how well they perform with a small crowd or a bigger crowd. Um, that's what main event is for. They're not really using that as a means of being like, okay, this person is coming up. We need to start introducing them to the main roster. So it's just like a little test for some people. Because if you recall, Dakota Kai and Bronson Reed both worked main event several times before they got fired. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it, I, don't I don't think that it is. They had Dakota on main event for like a year. Yeah, Consistent. she was on main event a lot. And they were like, mm, you're kind of too old. Bye. I don't think it had anything to do with her being old. Well, they said that that's what they, the reason for why they didn't pick her for the main roster is because they, they said it was heavily implied that her age played a role in her not being brought up. And that's why girls like Raquel and Aaliyah were brought up because they were deemed younger. And so they were, could get more years out of them as opposed to someone like Dakota, who was already in her uh, mid thirties. I'm going to say that that don't sound right to me. I don't like it. I'll say that I don't like it because you didn't have a problem with bringing Buddy Murphy over there and Buddy Murphy is old if we're going by that standard. And you know, it's different for the women, all women, so unfortunately. Well, it is different for the women and also Buddy was brought up a lot like years before Dakota was because this was right when they were making that change. So now it was like, okay, we're going to focus on, well, focus on the new and, you know, quotation marks. And so they were like, oh, let's, you know, really focus on bringing in younger people. Because remember, there was like that memo around that time when, especially when 2.0 first started of like, oh, they're going to start moving towards like newer, like brand new people. Yeah, but my thing was do that for NXT. My thing was do that for NXT. You already have the guys and girls on the roster. That doesn't make sense to fire them because they're old. I don't care how you try to. I remember that's why whenever whenever like Mercedes um, and Mia and Frankie were released, that was also like rumored to like heavily play a role in their release as well, was due to their age. As far as Mercedes goes, she was up in age, she was up in age, I think Mercedes was in her late 30s. Yeah, Mercedes was in her late 30s, So so was Frankie Monet. And Mia was in her, I think Mia's in like her mid or early, early mid 30s. My understanding of Frankie was not that she was old. That that I didn't read. I know that she was very vocal online about how they lied to her about what they were going to do with her. And as soon as the regime changed, that's when everything shifted for NXT. My thing was, instead of just firing him, why didn't you just pull him up to the main roster? Because they don't think. Because remember, at that time, when Frankie came in, that's when Hunter had to step down for heart surgery. So Yeah. That's why Vince she went was like, he, Vince didn't see anything for her at all. Like he wasn't checking for her as champion. All that shit changed. She was like, "I don't understand it. I don't get it." And your husband ain't doing jack shit to come off y'all from though, which I was pretty disappointed in that too. I wasn't. 
me personally, I was a I'm a fan of John, but he wasn't doing shit. So I'm not like mad at John Morrison or anything. I mean, he he did right. I mean, he was doing his job. He didn't have any issues. It was just that I I was around when John Morrison debuted. I saw I've seen John Morrison throughout his entire career. So it didn't phase me one way or another when he got released. I didn't like how they released him, of course, but I wasn't like I need to see John Morrison on my TV. I wasn't doing that. Oh no, that wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't it. I was just more so I wish he would at least like had a title or like took the title for Mia's or something before he had left. But you know what it is, what it is. Okay. All right. So we're gonna start with NXT before we get on a whole tangent of something else. Let us do it. Down south thing. Gross. <laughs> we got um, should we do a tipping on fofos? Tipping on fofos. Hey. We're gonna do uh the top five room NXT recruits that we think should come up during the draft tomorrow. Okay. So we're just gonna do round round because I don't want to sit and run down five people. I think it's better what we do one 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 until we get to the five. Okay. Everybody cool with that? Yeah, sounds like a plan. Donnie, you go first. Damn. Yo, okay. I do. You go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to say, I don't know too many people from that. PC, but I've been praying for my girl Brooklyn to make a speedy recovery so we can see her in the light. To come up to the main roster? No. That's what the top five for. NXT. Oh. For the draft. <laughs> oh, shit. <Huh>. Well. <laughs> God. I thought you said, I thought you had just said the for call-ups to the NXT and then call-ups to the main roster. Call-ups just to in, just from NXT to the main roster. Okay. First and foremost, seeing Braun barking ass up. <laughs> send them up. Send them up. Send them up. Send them up. At the battleground, there should be no more Braun. It, it's no point. What is he doing? What is he fighting for? He already... You put him at the top of the mountain. He lost. He'd been at the top of the mountain for a year, but he wasn't really the main man people were checking for, for real. Let's be honest. But he's ran the show for a year or two. Has it been two? I don't know. Long enough. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's, not, it's two title reigns, but it's like a year and some change. Okay. So, yeah, it's just, it's giving it time to go ahead and call him up. He can go to the main roster, go on Raw, wherever Dolph's going to be at, and get into it with Dolph. He could be like, I thought... I, mean, I remember when you showed you my ass on national TV, I'm going to get yeah, yours. Yeah, I thought about that shit you did, and I, it's not sitting right with me. So now I want to fight. And the way I've been feeling lately, I've been in the fight mood. So how about we just bop? That's it. That's all it takes. Okay. And that's what he's going to like that. Rico. All right. I would I'm definitely gonna say the Creed brothers. No, nope, Sans Ivy. Oh shit, say? never mind. 
That's a group. My bad. My bad. Cut, cut, cut this out and post. I know you're not going to do it, Tiff, but cut this out and post. Um, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> in the words of Nicole, she not going to cut shit out. Um, <laughs> I'm happy you. Uh, don't, don't use that. Cut that out. Cut that out. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do men wise because I want to surprise the people that are listening. Uh, hmm. Surprise yourself. <laughs> I mean, I w- if Carmelo wasn't champion, I'd say Carmelo. Uh, just because you know, uh, he's yeah, but he's champion right now, and I with the way my mind Karrion works, was champion he, right there, and then he went up. It don't matter. Mm, yeah, but we saw. But that I'm gonna say I'm gonna say mm. Grayson Waller. Oh, Waller, very good. Damn, that was one. Waller Lama Ding Dong. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good pick, though. Because I mean, if you're not gonna give him the belt, and it, there's no purpose for him to be there, I I agree. Because he's not putting. Because he's a very talent. he's he's very good at being a major antagonist, and I feel like in that role, there have been several times where you could have capitalized on it a little bit more. And you didn't. And I feel like if you're not going to capitalize on it now, then send him up. Yeah, because you know Triple H is very heel heavy. Yeah. I love him and Sean isn't time. very heel heavy. I think Sean, Sean has an equal playing field. Yeah. <clears throat> Sean you is have more balanced because you can tell. You'll see heels win for probably a week and then next week you'll see all the faces win. He has a yep. healthy balance. Or you'll have it's a never, nice balance between the two. <clears throat> it's never always one-sided. Like right now, Usos when in Judgment Day when in the heels is when like just relax. Sometimes the face has to get a come up it maybe Thank in you. the middle of May. God That's damn. all I be saying. I don't mind a heel dominant champion, but goddamn, like give us a break. Please. Like, I know I love a good heel, but I'll just be like that. You Why don't y'all LWO out here looking like chunks? Like, they. I'm going to give y'all my pick. Mine is um, Wesley. I, I know he's North American champion, but I think his days are numbered as North American champion. If Charlie Dempsey doesn't get that title from him within the name by Battleground, he's going to drop it after that. Somebody's taking that title off of him after that. And I honestly think that he should be brought up in the draft. I, I just do. So my pick is going to be Wesley. I think he'd be great in the mid-card division as a face, but maybe if, if he doesn't come up now, um, they can switch him to being a heel so he can kind of work being a heel in NXT. That way he don't have such a jarring contrast to his character from NXT to the main roster. He can kind of get his feet wet in NXT like they're doing for Braun and then, you know, move forward from there and they can bring him up later. But I think he should be drafted. I, I, I really do. Bonnie, you got to pick your second pick for NXT. Bring the bitches in. Um... <laughs> For the women, um, kind of hard. They are pretty much on the equal plane. No, I'll say Indy can drop and go up. I don't Indy. It's time. 
it's this time. Um, but shit, after everybody dropping like flies, I don't know when the time's gonna be. I mean, that ACL is it's becoming an epidemic at this point. I blame Santana Garrett. Okay. Ever since she got signed on as a trainer, the girl he's been dropping. I'm just saying. Well, okay. Bitty, bitty, bitty that's, your, that's your pick. So Rico can pick his because we is not going to go on a tangent about Santana Garrett. <laughs> We're not. Ain't much to go off about. Because yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> Quite literally. Um, <laughs> I will say Electra, just because yeah. I feel like in terms of wrestling, she's pretty solid. My skill, she's pretty solid. Is she? And I mean, she's yeah, better than most. Have shit to talk about. Mike. Yeah, exactly. That's my that's my point. Is that like overall, yeah, like, she's a, like because I remember when she first had her, when she had her first match back after you know being split from LWO. I was like, oh, she's like I forgot like how good about. she is. Like she I've she can appreciate her wrestling capability, but I don't. I feel like in Mike's skill, she's also a little underrated because just because I feel like she hasn't really had much time to utilize it, but she is a very strong talker if given the opportunity. It's just that as of right now, she doesn't have much to do in NXT. And I feel like someone like her could really pat out either. I would put her on SmackDown. She could really add a little bit more to that division. Um, Because again, she's very solid in both in ring and on the mic and i feel like she's someone that she's not going to be the greatest but i would put her in the same category as like a, an emma or a dakota where it's like yeah, yeah. she's not going to be absolutely stellar but she can get the job done if you know given the opportunity to well y'all know i listen to the character and zz top was on there and she was like the interesting thing about this whole thing is that um you could kind of have a few between Electra and Zelina. Yeah. Yes. If they're willing to. That would work, honestly. And that would build Zelina up. Alexa's mm-hmm. a yeah. five-time women's champion. Like, make that shit happen. I'd watch it. Because she was like, nobody knows what really happened. So it's like, if she can come in, like, you know, they, they traded me for your little ass. Uh oh, Spadudios. Yeah. Be like they they literally dumped you from the car and said, "Everybody go." They left you at the gas station bathroom. Like they left you at the gas station. They found gold down the road, baby. Get with it. Get with it. Now I put okay. I'll talk about bliss in a minute. Um, I I think Roxanne should go up. I've been saying that for a while. Ever since I saw her debut in the Rumble this year, um. Roxanne is is prepared like she's been in NXT for a short amount of time and while yes in the beginning it was a little touch and go for some people um Roxanne has tremendously improved and she solidified herself as somebody who is more than capable of handling the main roster type of matches if you can go into the Royal Rumble and really work in the Rumble, like say Bianca did on her first time in, and um, several other people, like Zoe did great in the Rumble when she came in too. But Roxanne just stood out. As small as she is, she came in there as a spitfire, and you saw her work 
throughout the whole time she was in that match. And I was just like, this is the Roxanne that I have been waiting to see. This is what I want to see on the main roster. And if she's underneath Triple H, I feel like with his type of booking and his nurturing, Roxanne could be a pretty big problem on the main roster. Triple H is a little bit harder. Like they're like two parents. You have Shawn Michaels, who's like really soft and he kind of pets the talent. From what I'm seeing outside looking in, he has a softer approach with the talent. Whereas Triple H is soft, but he's also a tough love type of parent. So I think under Triple H's tutelage, Roxanne would thrive a little bit better than she would with with Shawn Michaels. So my pick is Roxanne. I have to agree. Like I said on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, this is up there brawling, and it's time to get with it to go home. And I feel like she can get with it. You know, rhetoric aside, I've never been a fan of the childish rhetoric. She has showed improvement. She is good on the mic. She is pretty decent in the ring. She can go. I agree. She could be a good face on the a good baby face on the main roster for a few years, honestly. It's not overbearing like Bailey was. Yeah. It's, she got a little spunk to her. She got a little yeah, it's pretty, it's We'll pretty see solid, with the way they got her putting these bows in her hair. That was her yeah. own aesthetic. Like, it wasn't like she was running around with JoJo C with pigtails in her head. It was just bows. Bailey came up with that shit, too. I the mean... Is they ran with it too long. The bows in her hair, that's going to stop her from being good on the I main mean, the roster. Bows cute. The, the bows were cute. I, I honestly didn't hear what she said they represented. So I was just like, okay. I didn't think nothing of it. I thought they was butterflies when I saw it. But whatever. <laughs> I mean, it didn't, it didn't really do nothing for me. Alexa Bliss had bows in her hair too. So. And that bitch be wearing massive ass anime pigtails. So y'all, y'all do what y'all want. Let them hoes do their hair how they want. All you seen was tracks in the back of her head for weeks on end. So if her and Alicia Fox can walk out there with their yeah. tracks pulling in the back, then she can come out there with bows in her hair. Donnie, your pig. Dang. Um, let's bring it back to the knees. The knees. The knees. Let me see. Um, shit, do I watch the means? I guess you could. I would pull up. Oh, no, that's a group. Never mind. That's a group. <laughs> Jesus, it's kind of hard. Yeah. JD McDonough. Damn it. God. <laughs> They have to pull up JD McDonough. Damn. You you hate having the same thought process, don't you? I can't stand that. Um, I feel like Pete Dunn has been cool, you know, but he's been doing his job lately, but he has not been doing him, if that makes sense. So with Pete Dunn getting back to, with Butch getting back to Pete Dunn wrestling-wise, it would bring the Bruce Halliott. So J.D. McDonough can bring his ass up there wherever the fuck he can go. I'll put him on Raw and bring that brutal style that people need to work hard to avoid. 
because it's a lot of shit I didn't see him do. I said, I want to use that. Yeah. He's very clever. And oh, in order for him to lose, bastard. you have to beat him to a pulp, literally. He's not going down without a fight. Call him up. Rico. All right. Bringing it back to the man. <laughs> Let me think. Because the thing with the men, the men are very even keel right now. Although, honestly, you know what? No, never mind. Never mind. Forget what I just said. Die, Jack. Ew. Oh, damn it. I was going to say that. Bring him up because you brought him back to NXT to kick Wesley in the face. He broke his finger. And then now what is he doing? Uh, Beating up Ilya Dragunov. He beat the shit out of Dragunov. He did. Like That's why I'm a big fan of Dragunov because his wrestler, I'm always a fan of his wrestler from when I first watched it. Um, I have to agree. He needs to go up. He needs to go up and do something different. He can go up. I'm trying to make him this Terminator ass shit. Yeah, because it's given very much Proud Boy. I don't care. Let his ass go up there and shit. Um, (laughs) Ilya Dragunov is my pick. Uh, If JD McDonough is prepared, Dragunov was prepared a long time ago. Um, Quite frankly, everybody wants him to go on the same side as Gunther. I don't. I think you should keep them separated until Gunther gets the main championship, which he will be getting um, at some Mm -hmm. point. Within the next year or two, Gunther is going to be probably world heavyweight champion. So Mm -hmm. when that happens, you can move Ilya over. And then later on, you can have that big... SummerSlam moment, that Royal Rumble moment, or that Money in the Bank moment, or you know what I'm saying, that Mania moment with Ilya again, like you've had countless times at NXT, you can recreate that moment then. But for right now, you got to get people acclimated to that roster. And my thing is, oftentimes people just think about what they can do with specific people and not what they can do on the roster as a whole. And that's why a lot of times. WWE choices are more about the roster as a whole rather than just one-off matches with certain people. And if I were them, I would keep Ilya and Gunther split. So if Gunther's going to stay on SmackDown, I would put Ilya on Raw and let him run rampant on Raw. He'd probably be United States champion within a year or so. I think him having the title as a healer face works for me. That's somebody you pay attention to whether you love him or hate him. And the, the good thing about Ilya is he's a sleeper on the microphone. Most people don't consider him to be a promo guy, but he cuts very good promos. He's very good at them. So I would keep Ilya on Raw and he would stay away from Gunther. If you move Gunther to Raw, you put Ilya on SmackDown. So now we're up to number four. I agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. Donnie? I'm a four. Just for shits and fucking giggles, send Zoe ass up. Oh, this <laughs> motherfucker here. Every time she thinks she got I it. have one. He just. <laughs> I really, honestly, I have to agree because if what the PC girlies are saying about the cream. 
Since she thinks she's a creme de la fucking creme, the cream of the motherfucking crop. Personal feelings aside for Zoe, she's a great wrestler. So I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yes, it would be interesting Mm. to see her lose to Natalia. Not lose. (laughs) You know that's how it's going to go. She's going to lose to Natalia. She's going to get that last win before that preview, uh, that pre-show match. And Natty going to win in the end. And watch Natty going to reverse the K360, land on her feet, and then lock that bitch <laughs> in for the sharpshooter. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. She going to flip Natty's thick ass backwards and Natty going to land on her feet and be like, psych, bitch, cook the legs. Don't let her be close to the corner. She's going to throw her to the turnbuckle. Okay. We all ain't shit. We're going to up. We, you we just like know Zoe. Right. You That's like Zoe Stark. You guys, yeah. come on. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> we love Maddie, though. Um, She's I'm telling her dad. Okay. This her. win is for my dad. Jimmy, the <laughs> Anvil Nightheart. You can easily distract it. <laughs> We've established I am ADHD. So anyways. Don't mm-hmm me. It's true. I literally, I, I've been diagnosed officially. You can't take that from me. I anyways. ain't my burger. I ain't, um, miss, <laughs> man, worry about your diagnosis. You said you got ADHD. That's fine. I don't leave my brother. Anyways, anyways, anyways. You always just me missing me. I mean, <laughs> you gotta anyways. hit him with that Wendy Tiffany. I need Wendell's. Why y'all in my minds? Oh, I want Wendy so bad. Wendy. I want Wendy so like, bad. Well, I'm broke right thank now. Thank you for coming on my show. <laughs> I almost thought she was doing something, something about my book. My book. Thank <laughs> you for coming to my show. Right. I said, yeah, she deserved that check Because she thought she was eating. She really did. She thought she was killing that shit. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a girl that could go up, but A, Donnie's taking Indian Zoe, and then everyone else is kind of injured. Um, hmm. Because it's really difficult to say with the women. Mm, actually, you know what? No, I would say if you get Fallon away from them too, I feel like she could do great on her own in the main roster. You want to say Fallon? Yeah, because I think she surprisingly has a lot of experience outside of WWE. I think she was on the Indies for quite a bit. And then on NXT, she's a good wrestler, a very good wrestler. And then she has shown mm-hmm. that she does have a very natural charisma that I think both Brooks and Jensen lack. Um, because while Brooks and Jensen are funny and they can be entertaining, I think when it comes to the trio of them, Fallon kind of shines a little bit more than they do. Especially when it comes to progressing a storyline, she kind of helps move the plot along, which is something that they both haven't quite gotten yet. So I think if she were to be on her own, 
as a solo competitor and able to kind of flesh herself out a little bit more, I think she could do a really good job on the main roster. And I think if they were to miraculously, if they were to draft her like in the draft, either tomorrow or Monday, I think she would do well on the main roster. Fallon, what are you talking about? Fallon, I love Fallon. She's good. Like she, she genuinely is someone who is very good. Like ring wise, mic wise, she's doing the cowgirl gimmick really well. And again, I'm like she she stands out from Brooks and Jensen because while in the areas that they lack, she's already pretty adept in. And so I think if she were to be on her own on the main roster, she would really flourish. I've been because I don't I more than it. The moment yeah, they can, put Fallon with Briggs and Jensen, I knew that that was a good pickup for, for them. And I knew that Fallon would thrive with them. They had a similar aesthetic, but more specifically, like Rico said, Fallon has a certain, uh, she's just got a charisma and a, and a swag that the boys just don't possess. Yeah, and I think she's done her, like they, they've done well as a trio, but it's very clear that Fallon... She was already ahead of them when she got paired with them. But within this pairing, she has really progressed farther and they're struggling to catch up. And that's not nothing that's to really knock them. Because I think the weakest link is, um, what's his face? Jensen, mullet dude. No, because I think the Brooks is the tall one. Wait, no, Briggs is the tall one. Brooks, Jensen is the They can wrestle, but they just... They have a hard I think, time yeah. telling the story. I think, yeah, I think Jensen is the weakest link. Briggs kind of has something. I think he needs to kind of, you know, he needs to develop himself a little bit further because he, I think he has, between him and Jensen, he has the most potential. Jensen, I think he's just kind of a bit of a stick in the mud. And I feel like he, with this whole thing with Kiana has kind of proven that he kind of needs a tag team in order to be successful. And that's okay. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are just better in tag teams. Um, but I think, again, Fallon was already ahead of them, and now she's surpassed them to an extent where they're just kind of struggling to catch up. And with the way the NXT landscape is going, it's kind of clear that Fallon's not going to get that title just because she's never she's been there for some time now, and she's never really been put into title contingency outside of the tag belts. So I think if she were to go up to the main mm-hmm. roster, she would flourish. Okay. Yeah. So um I'm gonna say Joe Gacy. Mm-hmm. Since Don decided to steal my pick again. <laughs> well, I got I'm beef with you Joe. now because that was my last pick. So well. <laughs> I'm gonna say Joe Gacy without schism. Okay. Uh Joe Gacy can recreate schism on the main roster. Excuse me. With other people. He is somebody, he's what everybody is expecting from Bray Wyatt. But due to whatever is going on with Bray Wyatt, they're not getting. And Joe Gacy is not as elusive as Bray Wyatt is and so cryptic. A lot of Joe Gacy is very upfront and forward. You see him coming. And that's one of the things I do like about Joe. 
And I think having another character like that on the roster to mirror what's happening on the other roster in a different way is going to help add balance too. So one side doesn't have more than the other and you'll have a good, you know, good entity style character like Gacy there who can utilize his mind control for anybody else on that roster it can work with just about anybody he can build a a big faction with the way he operates the schism and um but don't bring Ava Rain and of course you can't bring DYB because they're leaving so he needs to be by himself and start over. And he needs to start over with poison in the minds of certain individuals on the roster who are alone and disgruntled. Hmm. Women included. He needs to have men and women in the group. So we'll we'll wait and see. But Joe Gacy is my pick. Donnie, you got one more. Like, this is your last pick from NXT. You can be like Cyrus the Virus. My last pick. I'm about to throw a curse off y'all. I will send up Robert Stone by himself. He can be like a scouting agent. He can run a little fake ass commercial. Yeah, he's looking for talent. He's out scouting. He be going to people's matches, watching them. And then he just walk off. Sometimes he'll probably walk up upset about nothing <laughs> or nothing to us, but something to him. He's making a whole story. He, he can do a lot of things, and the people that they put him with, well, he was starting off good at first, but now he's with Von Wacker. Von can't even sneeze right. He ain't with him no more. <laughs> he left Von Wackerass in the dust. Good, great. But yeah, I'll sit him up like that. I'd make it a whole ordeal for a while. Okie dokie. He can make up his accountant slash agent, Kiana J. Well, Rico, the last now, NXT pick. Yeah, with my last NXT pick, I was going to say Duke Hudson, but with the way he's rolling with Chase U, I kind of just want to give that a little bit more time because I feel like it's about to go somewhere. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Zion Quinn. Because really? what the fuck is he? Like, genuinely speaking, what the fuck is he doing in that? Because the thing is, the thing about Zion Quinn, the man Mm. is fine as hell. So, good wrestler. Good wrestler. Good good talker. Looks like a star. He's a really good talker. I disagree with that. But he 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 has a certain look about him that I'm like okay it draws you to him, and every and with NXT and this NXT does this with quite a few people so it's not just specific to him, but he will go through weeks where he gets built up for like you know maybe two or three weeks he just like racks up some wins, 
gets into like a mini feud with somebody, loses, and then he's like gone for a few months. So there needs to be more that's done with him. And I think the main roster is big enough that he will have room to expand. Because there's a, there's a good chunk of people in NXT right now who have been there for a good while. I would say about a year or two. Zion Quinn's been there since about 2017. He just hasn't been an active wrestler. But, you know, they've been there for a while. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything. They could be doing something, but they're not. Because right now the focus is on other people. And as the focus is on other people, their time in NXT is running out. And so what do you do? Bring them up to the main roster where they can have to grow. Well, we're we're trying to be positive here, okay? Okay. So I would say he's someone that I'm like, you know, and in NXT, he doesn't really have much room because again, the focus has been on other people. And every time it seems like things are going to go somewhere with him, they pivot hard left and they go with someone else. So clearly they want him around. He's had a couple matches on main events. Again, he has a certain look about him. He's a good worker. Bring him up. It, 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 can't, it can't hurt the roster. It can't hurt him. I mean, the roster is big enough that he could, you know, be a decent mid-carder. I don't think he's ever going to be a world champion unless he's like maybe tied to somebody like a like a good valet or a good manager but i think he could be a very decent mid carter okay um, i don't think zion quinn is a good talker but i have been proven wrong before so um I'll I'll let that Rico have that one, but I just don't believe he's a good talker. Now he could be paired with a valet and it would work, or a manager of some kind. That's fine. Um, uh, my final pick. Uh, I'm kind of stuck between two people. I'm okay. I'm gonna go with Keon. Out of all of the women in the main on that roster, what? out of all the women on that roster currently, he's the most prepared. Kiana is not like everybody else. She it it's difficult to not shit on her because I don't like her character. But the reality is, outside of Kayfabe. Kiana is the most set. She's the most prepared. She is the most believable as her character. She embodies her character. You can tell it when she walks into a room that that is what she is portraying. She has everything that she needs to go far on the roster. I would not leave her in NXT to become the NXT Women's Champion. I don't think that that does her justice. I would move her immediately to the main roster. Doesn't matter where she goes. She's going to draw attention to herself either way um you put her on the roster and you give her a good story arc you oppose her with the face character of bliss or you oppose her as a heel and she can still work her character as is she might not be as bitchy because wwe calms it down which i don't like I feel like if you got two heels going at it, let them be themselves. And then whoever outshines the other is whoever outshines the other. 
but she would play off of a lot of people very well. She could still work with girls like Dana Brooke and Aaliyah and all that good stuff, the very same way that she worked off of Nikita Lyons and several other girls in NXT. You could have that character do what's necessary on the main roster to kind of play up the women's division in a different way. She is the most complete of all of the female superstars on that roster right now. There are very few things that you can say about Kiana that is not in praise of her performance in the ring and as a character. So I would pull her up right now before Sean starts dulling down her character and making her do something stupid. (laughs) Now, Tiffany, you know we told you about Lil Miss Kiana. And you know, I never denied that Kiana was what you said she was, which was a star. What did I say? You say you don't give a fuck about fuck-ass Kiana. And I said I don't like her character, but I give her her props. It's on tape. You can go back and check it. Mm. Mm. She can go up under my first time. All right. We go into Raw. Raw has the biggest roster, so naturally because they are a three-hour show, they're going to have more people. But we're only going to pick five people that we believe are going to or should be on Monday Night Raw. Now, since we already picked NXT to come up and we didn't decide where they would go, NXT people are excluded. You're only going to be able to pick from the main roster. Okay? All right. So since I made Donnie go first last time, Rico, you go first. All right. For the men on Raw. Hmm. Now this is going to require me to actually know which men are, are on which show. So yeah, let me Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Hmm. And it has to be people who I haven't watched SmackDown in so long, so this is gonna be a hard. We love it, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I, because I was thinking about, it, I was like, oh, this person, I'm like, no, they're already on Raw. So pick um, a girl since you don't have a lot of knowledge of the men. You can do all five women if that's what you want to do. I mean, fair, but I want to, I want to be, I want to be fair. Okay. Um, let me think. Ooh, ooh, I got it. Um, I would move. Carry into Raw. That's a good move. I don't have a problem with that. I think, yeah, I think because Raw's the bigger show. I think on SmackDown, SmackDown was a good show to bring him back on. But now with the landscape changing the way that it is, I think he would have more room on, on Raw to do what he needs to do. I'm not the biggest fan of Carrion, and I actually think that, you know, some people might hate me for this, but I'm going to be honest. Um, you know, Adam Cole was kind of right about Carrion, that he's not that interesting. Um, and he kind of relies on Scarlett a little too much, but I think on Raw, he will have enough room to grow. Um, I mean, fair, but in Carrion's defense, he hasn't really had an opportunity to perform 
like he's been put up against people like Drew McIntyre and Rey Mysterio and he loses to them. If you're going to give Karrion Cross this type of character, he has to win at some point. He's got to push forward. So that's kind of on booking's fault. Like they're not booking him properly. Because he, then he kind of, what he did is he took all of those losses that he had and then he, he, he spun it so he can say that he's the one who's causing all these issues with them because of them being, having been in his presence and going up against him. But like, no, dude, you lost. <laughs> you, you lost, babe. It's fine, but you lost. He claims he took something from each person that he's competed against at some point. And I was like, sure, whatever makes you happy. Donnie? Well, since you're calling up Karen, Kariana. Oh, my God. I'm going to call up Shinsuke because I want to see where the fuck this is going. Shinsuke? And where is he going? To, to SmackDown or Raw? You going to put He's it on, on Raw? SmackDown, put it on Raw. If you sending Karen to Raw, I'm sending Shinsuke to Raw. I mean... Shinsuke was his, his next target. going to give him that fight that he's looking for. Yeah, he is. And now that Hunter is up in the building. Not Hunter. He's going to let that shit rock. Now, they did give him a nice little promo package last Friday on SmackDown. Yeah, he came out and I thought, oh, he's doing his big one now. Yeah. <laughs> he's back to feeling himself. He didn't have that match. Oh yeah, I know who the fuck I am. Let's do this. Um. Okay, SmackDown. I have pull him over to Raw. Hmm. Uh. I break up the brawling brutes and move um, Butch to Raw. Um, Raw has a different landscape, and I feel like Butch would just perform better over there. Um, he have a good matchup with Austin Theory if he was ever to wrestle Theory. Um, he's a potential United States champion right there in itself, and he's just more interesting to watch. So I would put Butch um, on Raw and break up the brawling brutes. I mean, it already done kind of teased that it gonna break it up, but it is what it is. Rico? You didn't pick a person. I, I just said Butch. Oh, my bad. Brawling brutes. my bad. My bad, I was too, <laughs> I, I tuned out, my bad. That is my bad. I heard what you said, but I did not yeah. hear. <laughs> If that makes sense. But anyways, um, let me think. Now let, let me pick a girl. Um, let me think. Because SmackDown's roster is very, very, or SmackDown's roster has a lot of women, surprisingly. You know, I would move Lacey to Raw. She did better on Raw than she did on SmackDown. So I think she would she would do really good on Raw. Yeah, put her back in her Southern Belle gimmick thing. Yeah. Everybody says uh, I disagree. I like the Southern Bell gimmick. I really did. 
It was different. It was. It was. Lacey. Your turn, Mr. He Dom. picked Lacey. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Rhea Bloody Ripley. Damn, you going to switch Bianca over? Yep. Trash. Back to SmackDown. <laughs> and they're back to SmackDown. Right out the bat. Not, what's this? Backlash. The Slash Slinging has. Again, slasher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll switch them. Switch. All right. So Rico picked, Donnie picked. Now it's my turn. Uh, yeah, I would put Shotzi on, bro. Let her see what she gonna do. I put Shotzi over there. Give her some time over there on Raw. Uh, I don't know. Raw's aesthetic fits Shotzi better than um, SmackDown. SmackDown's real bright, and and it just seems like a lighthearted, more of a lighter show, despite the fact that the bloodline been dominating over there. Raw got a little bit more grit to it, and I feel like she would fit in better on Raw. But they gotta let Shotzi work, you know. Any hoosies, Rico. All right. Hmm. Again, which men are on Actually, no, no, no. Let me let me take Tiff's advice and think of the women. Um, women wise. Hmm. I would move. I wouldn't move Tegan to Raw. I think Raw, yeah, because I think Raw has more slots for the women. And to be quite honest, they could move about a good chunk of the SmackDown women's roster to Raw. Um, And they would flourish a little bit better. But I think Tegan, I don't know. I mean, Tegan's a, 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 a... a phenomenal wrestler. I've never been able to take that away from her. She can get in the ring and fucking work. Um, Character-wise, she's always struggled a bit. Um, but I think with Raw, again, with Raw, there's a lot of room to grow. The same with Karrion. So I think on Raw, they could find more time for her to do something. Um, whereas with SmackDown, I feel like with SmackDown, a lot of the times they're pressed for time. So the women are more likely to get time cut off. So I think on Raw, she'd have a little bit more time to kind of flesh herself out and kind of showcase herself a little bit more. Okay, okay. Got it? Let's see. Hmm. He's already on wall. Dang. Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna go with another woman. Um. Mm-hmm. Not that it makes a difference. 
I'll send Natty over to Raw. Work some new girls. <laughs> That's it. We was tired of seeing Natty with Shotzi and Natty will. I'm the, tired of seeing Natty with everybody on SmackDown. Well, she is. Yeah, until they go around, to Canada sure. and then if Rhea's still on SmackDown, they're going to go to Canada and have that match. Oh, boy. That's how that's going to happen. Okay. My pick. Oh. I said Solo to Raw. Solo Damn. can work by himself. He don't need the bloodline. We saw what he was capable of at NXT. They moved him immediately. And I know it was because of his cousin and everything, but he fit right in. Uh, he don't really need his cousins to work. So I would definitely send Solo to Raw. All right, Rico. We got double post. Let's go. All right, number four. Hmm. No, he's in the team of Money Camp. I was gonna say Sammy, but he's teaming with Kevin right now. Um, I would move Ricochet back to Raw. Really? One, him and him and Braun, because aren't him and Braun tag champions right now? Nope. Or no, no, they're not. No, they're just winning. Um, yeah, I'd split him from from Braun and just put him back on Raw. Uh, SmackDown Ooh. did him well, but I think he would um, again, same reason for Karrion and Tegan and whoever else I said. Um, he would just have more time on run, I think. SmackDown should always be a little bit more character-based just because they need to make sure that they make every second count. They don't really need the have the need for people to do filler. And I think Ricochet, while he is interesting to watch in the ring, in regards to substance, he's always kind of struggled, particularly in the character department. And so I think he resides better when he's just, you know, able to do his cool tricks. And I think he can do that on Raw and have a little bit more luck on Raw. Hmm. Interesting. Donnie? Yeah. Um, who the hell is on SmackDown? Shit, they don't never have no time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I sent over LA Knight. God damn it. <laughs> I really hate you. It's a struggle over there on SmackDown. Yeah. They don't know who gonna get time. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I sent over LA Knight, um, so he can again have more time to do what he do, cut his promos, talk his shit. Excuse me, like he did on NXT. So yeah, that's my pick. Okay, since Don like being in my head 90% of the time. <laughs> um I was sending Xavier over. Um I think Xavier is extremely underrated. Promo-wise, match-wise, he is extremely solid. 
The New Day does not have to be vacated and destroyed in order for Xavier to be able to thrive and succeed. It was able to still stay intact when Big E got his moments. It was okay for Kofi, and it's beyond time for Xavier to get his. Now, he got King of the Ring, true enough, but if you keep that title on theory after they do the, the draft and you send Xavier over there and you don't plan on leaving four over there because with the way Don got it set up, Rhea Ripley to be on Raw with the Raw Women's Championship, send Bianca to SmackDown with the Women's Championship. Okay, fine. Montez is going to follow wherever Bianca goes, okay? So my thing is send Xavier over to Raw and have him battle with Austin Theory and become the United States champion. He's going to be a hell of a lot more entertaining and fun to watch as champion. You're going to get that high quality match that you're looking for, that you are going to get out of Theory. But at the same time, you're going to get the character work and the fun that we're not getting from Austin Theory. And you can make Xavier a heel doing it. He doesn't have to be a face. Xavier's my guy. Rico? All right. We are number five. Number five. We are, right? Okay, yeah, we are. All right. Um, I would move Emma to Raw just so her and Dana can be a team. Yay, team Emma and Dana. I forgot what they were called. They were called something in NXT. I cannot be bothered to remember. I just know that... Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? I think What'd that's what it was. The playtime is over. <laughs> well, <laughs> put them back together. Get a different name. Um, just because, again, we need teams. Demo. Dem- Demolition. Dilemma. That, too. <laughs> Again, don't be like hire WWE hire us for creative, please. We're begging, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, again, Emma, I mean, where Emma goes, Madcap will follow, so I guess he can tag along if he wants. Uh, I can take him or leave him, um, but yeah, no, Emma can go to Raw just because she didn't really do shit on SmackDown. Um, and again, we need teams, and her and Dana were a team before, and they look like they still got some chemistry from each other so might as well what else are they doing breathing yeah going on instagram and posting their looks like no my dana dana be adding her shit she really do be she be anytime her face in the frame she face tune just waking up in a girl she has to fight herself every chance she gets Sometimes no one time she got caught <laughs> in the Gucci belt. I think it was the Gucci or Hermes belt. <laughs> oh my God. Nine, <laughs> just pick your person when you start going off. Number five for Raw. <laughs> oh, number five. Number five. Jesus. Let me think. I have a brain mm-hmm. blast. 
no, 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 no. Oh, he's been here this whole time. That's crazy. <laughs> mm. Let's go with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know her for fat. Uh, nothing to do with her on SmackDown. Put it on Raw. Actually, give her a character that she can do, which is pretty. Pretty and beautiful gown. So, and that's what she pulled. Who are we picking? Who are you picking, Donnie? Aaliyah. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I, I give her something to do. Don't give her nothing too strenuous now. We know she can't do it all. I can't with you. You know, she ain't every woman. Bruh. Okay. Well, she can do a little something. something. Okay, if I had to pick from going to Raw, I'm gonna pick Jey Uso. Mm, I think I think that Jey Uso is beyond prepared to be a singles competitor. I think that he has had a long, extensive run with his brother, Jimmy, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that they're great. They don't have to break up on no nefarious type of bullshit. I feel like that's outdated and played out. He could just tell his brother, I want to do my own thing for a little while. If that's how they want to preface it, especially if the WWE decides to do it and pull the trigger. I want Jey Uso on the roster. Now, here's how I'll swing it though. If Raw is the one that gets the big bitch belt, that's where he needs to be. He needs to be one of the people that is contending for that title. He doesn't need to get it. He needs to be contending for it. I, big bitch belt. Yeah. <laughs> so he needs to be over there with that one. That's where I want. That's what I want. I want him to be over there. And it he needs to be in a feud with a plethora of people. He's not going to get that title just yet. And then you can have him in the mid-card division for just a little while, not a lot. Kind of like what you did with Seth Rollins. Just give him some time to kind of flourish. And then you can move him into that title contingency again. And then you can start to have his story arc rise as a champion. You can do it as a heel or a face, whichever works for you. But he needs to be in the vicinity of that title, which I believe that title will be a raw belt. I don't think that it's gonna go to SmackDown. Yeah, he needs to be on Raw. But if he's on, if that belt's on SmackDown, send his ass to SmackDown, but that's just, that's just how I feel about it. So we picked for NXT and we picked for Raw and now we got to pick for SmackDown. Okay. <laughs> All right. And we'll go first. 
Uh, send Becky Lynch to SmackDown. And if you send her to SmackDown, and Seth goes to SmackDown with her. Becky has been on Raw since she came back. And um, she was on, she was a SmackDown Women's Champion because she beat Bianca. And then they had them switch the belts and y'all saw how that went down. But um, <laughs> Becky does need a change of scenery and the SmackDown Women's Division needs a boost. It needs a jolt. And whether you love her or hate her, Becky is a star and right now Charlotte isn't the one to give Smackdown that joke despite the fact that she's a superstar too Charlotte isn't giving Smackdown what it needs Becky will so send her to Smackdown and let her her help boost Rhea Ripley and the rest of the girls Rhea's got it locked down under control unless they decide to switch the girls under Donnie's guys or just period Rhea's there. If Rhea's there, you can still have Becky there and let them have an epic battle. That'll boost Rhea Ripley even bigger as well. So just move Becky to SmackDown. All right. Donnie, you go next. I would say over Chad Gable. Gable, shoes, shoes, please. All right, Chad Gable going this to SmackDown. Interesting. of Kurt Angle, the serious one. Fair. And I wouldn't mind it one bit. Rico. Now my first pick has to be the one, the only, my home girl, Miss Piper Niven, aka I knew it was gonna be Piper. Adam I've been I begging SmackDown. I think she would do great on SmackDown. Madam Doo is here to break heads on a case by case basis. I mean, y'all. Right now, me and Madam Doo is not setting horses with the way she acted on this day on my rise. I'm about ready to whoop her ass. Oh, you okay? there? <laughs> she done cost me a damn slot in this goddamn elimination chamber. I'm so I was mad as hell. It was three o'clock in the morning, and that bitch comes sliding in my damn mess. Get your big ass out of here. It's okay. In real life, outside the game, she <laughs> um she and quite frankly, her I mean, while I, I do like the fact that Hunter did give her something to do in that little tiny feud with Candace. Um and obviously, you know, that dude has not been able to move forward due to extenuating circumstances. However, comma, that you're not gonna go nowhere. I'm sorry. That as much as I wanted it to see it play out, just because Dude Draw or Piper was a part of it, it's not really going to do much other than just boost Piper up or or potentially Candace, depending on who is playing to win it. But again, it's not going to go anywhere. Um, she can do much better on SmackDown, just because again, SmackDown has to kind of make well. In theory, SmackDown has to make every moment count. With the way they be wasting time on these Roman segments. I'm not sure if that's what they're focused on, but ideally they need to make every moment count. And I think 
Piper is someone who is a very skilled talker on the microphone. And now that she's kind of embracing this Nordic Viking-esque aesthetic, I think she could go somewhere with it. And I, I would like to see her flesh herself out more. And I think on Raw, well, she, she's been on Raw since she debuted. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for a switch up. What? Girl, leave me the fuck alone. Okay. That's the shit I'm talking about. Um, my next pick. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Um. Hmm. I moved me again to SmackDown. Um, I feel like me again is very, very, very underutilized. And as a face, she works, but I think Mia needs to be an anti-hero type of character. She has an edge. You need to utilize the edge. Stop making her this severe baby face. Let her work. People aren't, to be fair, nobody's really a baby face. Most people are anti-heroes at their core. So if you be a little bit more realistic with some of the people, their characters can actually work. And Mia is one of them. Mia got a little bit of hood in. So <laughs> let her utilize that to the best of her advantage. That kind of attitude would work for Mia Yim, whereas for somebody like Bianca Belair, it would cause her to be deemed ghetto in hood. You understand? So let Mia utilize the privilege that she has been afforded and use the character to the best of her ability. Let it happen on SmackDown. Um, she'd be a good rivalry for Rhea if, they, if she stays over there. Um, she doesn't have to win. She could just fight her for the championship. Um, but yeah, put her on SmackDown. She could also have a good... Thing with Becky. Let Becky and her work it out. Becky can be a healer face. It don't fucking matter. Just have her boosting some of these newer people so that they can have some stock in the company other than just Triple H brought me back. You need something else behind you besides that. Mm-hmm. Donnie. I'll send over Chelsea Green. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I just feel like SmackDown is a better fit for her character. It's Kelsey. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. All right, Rico. It's a better fit for her character. It's one, though. It's just... It don't fit. All right. From SmackDown... That is good. Huh. That tastes like worse than $10 to me. Well, no, because it's, it's a oh. Let me think. Because I want, and this is, this might be making sound crazy, but I want to say Cody. Oh, hell no. But yeah, but at the same time, I don't think Raw is going to allow that. <laughs> Um, and also, it depends on where Roman ends up. 
I don't, I'm I'm gonna, gonna after we do the top five, I'm going to tell y'all what I think, and then we're going to go to the championship field. Well, we got to do overall three for the groups, but I'm going to tell y'all what I think about Roman and where he could possibly end up. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, but uh, that makes me want to not say Cody. So you can say Cody uh, if that's what you want to do. I'm on the fence about it. I don't want to say him like definitively, but in his place, I say we send. Um, I say we send Bronson Reed. Okay, you want to send tittles over there? That's fine. Yeah, we can send we can send Australian tittles over there, just because I think Raw is too big for him right now. SmackDown mm. is a small enough show that I think could allow him time to kind of develop himself. Because I think on Raw right now, he's kind of getting drowned out. Um, and he's not really getting much of a reaction. I think he, he needs to... He's a little fish in a big pond, and he needs to be moved to a smaller pond to get big enough to go back to the big pond, if that makes sense. Well, I disagree. Bronson Reed gets big reactions. Does he? Yeah, he does. Again, you don't watch the man. He does. I don't, well, I do. On Raw, I do. On Raw, I usually watch the whole show. I haven't yeah. watched it in a few weeks, but the last time I saw That's Raw, why. he was in a <laughs> he was in a squash match. I think he was either squashing. Oh, it was a qualifying match for Chamber. He was squashing. He was getting. He was getting, more he than a been on TV. Yeah, that's more He's than a few weeks. TV. You haven't watched it since Chamber. No, I watched since Chamber, just off and on. Um, he does get reactions, lot. babe. He he does. He's getting a big pop now. He gets a big pop when he comes out there. So oh. I mean, if you want to send him to SmackDown, that's fine. Oh well, um, yeah, then I'll just he'll, he'll thrive him. there either way because he, he's <laughs> Bronson fucking Reed. So I mean, I wouldn't say he's Bronson fucking Reed. He's he 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 is somebody on the roster. That You're taking it out of context. I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying he's Bronson fucking Reed. So he's he's gonna thrive on the roster, but it's not like he's he's this massive guy. That's not how I'm saying it. I'm just saying he's brought some fucking read. So he's gonna he's gonna thrive. The irony and the analogies you guys are using. It's he's gonna thrive because <laughs> he's 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 a big guy. He's not gonna he's not like Bronson is like perfect. Ring wise, he's fine. I think he's great in the ring. Promo wise, uh, Bronson needs work, and in this character that he has is very reminiscent of what Bobby Roode was when he first came over from NXT. And Bobby Roode took his cues from Ric Flair, which I find I I know Ric Flair is a legend and everybody loves him or whatever, but at the same time. You got to find your own path. You got to be able to do something. When he was in NXT, he had a little bit of something to him that I saw. And I was like, you know what, Bronson Reed has something going. But when he came back, I don't know, something is different. And, and I'm, I, don't, I don't really give a shit enough to, to analyze it. Again. So, I mean, he's, he's there. He's, he's Bronson Reed. So whatever. Um, I don't have a problem with him going to SmackDown. I don't care where he goes, to be clear. Uh, 
Oh, oh yeah. Number three. We're at three now. Okay. Um. Mm. I seen the Miz back to SmackDown. Um. Give him time to work um, on SmackDown. And anybody that he works with is instantly going to be elevated. I think Miz is underrated in many ways, especially when he's working with a talent that really needs the jolt or the boost. Um, yeah, put him on SmackDown. Let him work on SmackDown. See how that works out. Donnie, you're up. Um, I'll send the old for Bobby Roode alone. Bobby Roode? Robert Roode, or whatever the fuck you go by these days. Robert Roode. <clears throat> Robbie, Robbie, Robbie the Robert, Robert. Please. Yeah, sit him over this Smackdown. By himself, let him do what he was doing before. That's what worked for him. We're not looking for anything else outside of this man. Just let him live his best life. He had like the mid card title for like three months and drop it. Okay, Rico. I would send Rick Boogs back to SmackDown. Okay. I think he fits better on SmackDown than he did on Raw. I think he's he's doing okay on Raw. He's doing decent, but I think I just like him better when he's on SmackDown. Something about the blue brand just really suits him. So I'd send Rick Boogs. All right. I would send Finn Balor to SmackDown. Um, he's getting on my nerves in the judgment day. <laughs> Just that simple. He's getting on my nerves and they need to start breaking him down. I don't think that he should stick around. If they move Rhea and the rest of the group to Raw, then Finn should be pulled from the group and he needs to move on his own. We'll see. I mean, he could still be the prince. Um, he can still be a heel. He doesn't have to be a face. But this version, this heel version of Balor is annoying in more ways than one. So move him to SmackDown. Don, you're up. Who's a raw woman? Jesus Christ. 
Hold on. Let me check my wife. <laughs> Ah, there we go. Send over EO once this whole thing implodes with damage control. It'd be a good thing to see her stand alone away from Bailey. We gotta do this whole back and forth thing for too long. Let's just make it make a big brawl on brawl and call it a day. We can circle back around to it later on. But Send her over to SmackDown. Um, it would be a little bit cooler on SmackDown to see her there and see what she could provide for the girls over there. Okay. Rico? Well, Donnie kind of took my pick. However, I would also say send Dakota to SmackDown as well. All right. Just because I, whenever she was in NXT, I always thought she would she would always do good on SmackDown. Um, and so I think, yeah, I think she's always fit better on SmackDown anyway. Even though she's never been on SmackDown, I would send her to SmackDown. I just it just in my head it makes more sense than her being on Raw. All right, my final pick is Alexa Bliss. Um, they need another veteran like over there on SmackDown. She's a five-time women's champion. And just like I said, for Becky, she can help bolster that women's division. Send her back to SmackDown where it all began. Donnie, your turn. Mm. We can send over. Mm. Um, let's put our truth on SmackDown. We have really? seen it in a minute. Yeah, say some shit up. He been on Raw for a hot world minute. Put him back on SmackDown. He hadn't been on SmackDown since he was with Carmella. It's time for somebody to say some shit up. I do I a like few with him. I do a few with him and Seth for Big Burr. What? Yeah, make it interesting. Put the shits and giggles of it. Our team oh, is not a terrible wrestler. Never said that, but he is an idiot. He can definitely give us a good story. But this this is what I'm saying. Like, we're getting back into care. Let's put on a TV show. Let's put on a show. Let's have a ball. They would eat Triple H alive if he did that. (laughs) Eat him alive. They would eat him (laughs) alive. They don't want me as a CEO. I'd be tweet. I'd be in there like Donald Trump tweeting. I don't care. <laughs> Rico, you watched it, didn't you? Well, true. <laughs> true. Uh, my final pick in a surprising return. Persia Parada is on SmackDown. Not kidding. Um, I would send Cedric Alexander back to SmackDown. Oh, 
If you ever, I don't think you ever watched Cedric. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. I'd put him on SmackDown. He's back with Shelton. (laughs) You said Shelton too. Mm, I mean, if, if. if he's back with Shelton, oh no! You know what? We've been no, wanting to Listen, I had a point to this. What I was going to say is that would technically we've been wanting to hurt business to be back together for a while now. I don't think it's going to happen, so it wouldn't yeah. be any harm to put Cedric on SmackDown and leave Shelton on Raw. Just because I'm like, you know, if we if you want to keep him on Raw just for the off chance that they might put Hurt Business back together, I feel like that's a waste of everyone's time. We want Hurt Business back together, but I don't think they're going to be back together. Um, just because clearly, you know, Bobby's doing his thing, MVP's doing his thing, and then Cedric and Shelton are just the two left behind. Find something else for them to do in the meantime until Hurt Business can really come back. Yeah. But if, if y'all do decide to bring Persia Parada back, I would not be opposed. Bring back Big Per. Big Per. Big Alright. So we did our mock draft for all three brands. So y'all can tell us in the question section on Spotify what you think and what are your picks. Okay. So now we got the tag teams in the group. So we left them out. All right, we're only going to pick three. And y'all could just give y'all three so we can get to Big B. Okay. Let's start off with Don first. Don, you give your three tag teams or factions that should be drafted. Uh, you could pick the show, just give your top three. Hmm. Are we waiting on something? <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yeah, we were not that here. Was number five, wasn't it? What? That was the fifth one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was all five of them. Okay. That's why I said go ahead and pick your top three groups. Oh. I'm first again. Jesus. You can pick your top three groups. They can go to wherever show you want to send them to. Just give your three, and then Rico's going to go next, and then I'm going to go look at last so we can get to Big Goldie. Okay. You want to get to Big Goldie? Um, I can. I would keep... Oh, Jesus. I keep Sammy and Kevin on a roll. I would put Los Lotorios This is a big if. If Shane comes back, I would put them on back down where they started. With Nikki. Necky. Necktie. Don't disrespect. 
That was the best two weeks of our lives. It really was. We did not appreciate that enough. I did. That match here in Charlotte House was amazing. Mm. Fuck what anyone says. Because that, mm. that shot of Nikki holding that with a raw belt looking like she just been to war. Amazing. <laughs> she looked that like a traumatized holding, holding that raw title. Like like she was trying to like get her favorite teddy bear from like an active combat zone. It was amazing. Mm. Did you get your three? Me? That was all three. Rico? All right. I would do... Can we do NXT team? Yeah. Any brand. Any. Just can't send them to NXT. Yeah, can't send them to NXT. You can send them to SmackDown. You can't send them to NXT. I do the Creed Brothers on SmackDown. Um, Disco Ninja Dance Party, put them on Raw. Mm-hmm. And let me let me, me spice it up. Um, what other teams are there? Because I like Maximum Male Models where they're at. Um. Hmm. Honestly, I do the Viking Raiders to, to Raw it with Walt Hall. The must be experience can go on, can go on Raw. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jesus. The, the raw meat left out in the sun crew can go on Raw. <laughs> you never had gay meat. Ew. You that's three. That was three right meat. on the pick, too. That was three. Creed Brothers, Disco Ninja Dance Party, and... Oh, you Rocky said Disco Dance. <laughs> they got such a long name. Disco Ninja Dance Party. Jesus. Uh, it's better than the name that they have right now. Yeah, just Cajun and Katana. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They have a name right now. Disco know, Ninja Dance Party. Y'all not staying together? Like, what's your name? Uh, okay. Uh, pretty Deadly. I put Pretty Deadly on SmackDown. Um, I would, I would move LWO to Raw permanently, and uh, I put Gigi and JC back together and put them on um, SmackDown. And I know they're not a tag team now, but after this whole situation with them in NXT, I would put them back together. I find a way to bring them back together. And put them yeah. on SmackDown. Even this rivalry. Now, I don't like them being under toxic attraction. They got to find a new name and rebrand them. I, I wouldn't say they need to find a new name just because I like the name. As, as, as much as we got sick of their asses, toxic attraction is a fire ass name. Oh, and I would, I feel like on the main roster, they could really take off with it. It sounds like a venereal but, disease. I don't like it. <laughs> there have been worse. There have been worse team names that WWE has come up with. I feel like Toxic Attraction is on the better side of things. Okay. 
change that interest, man. You have to a million to in it. Toxic. Toxic. Gross. Anyways. <laughs>